0: You're listening to the Painted Goddess Podcast with Jennifer Hershey, episode number 33. What's up, witches? Oh, today is a glorious day. It has been the, like, the weather. (laughs) Let's talk about the weather. The weather the weather this week has been just gorgeous blue skies falling leaves you know the paintbrushes of nature are like really really making a show and all the birds are gathering seeds my backyard is like just fantastic I I love it it's a little you know it's moist in the air so it's 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 fucking chilly as hell let's be honest it's very cold but It's a really nice out and I couldn't ask for a better fall. So I'm super excited about all these things that are kind of happening. There's just lots of stuff going on. I mentioned before that I'm starting a new gig as an astrologer for a subscription box. Um, that has been delivered to my clients. I'm so excited. It's this um, store up in Enumclaw, Washington, called Magical Earth. That's M-A-G-I-C-K-A-L, Earth, E-A-R-T-H. And um, they put together a monthly subscription box in three different tiers. There's a premium box, I think a, 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 ma- a mid-level box, and then a, just a Stones box. I'm in, I'm in, my astrology packets are going to be in the premium and the basic box and every month. And I had so much fun designing everything and putting everything together. And I looked through the whole year of um, astrology just to kind of primer myself because I'm doing these Jupiter ahead, um, year ahead readings, right? but um you know digging into astrology and having a paid gig to dig into astrology it's getting me way back into it's just great it's so cool because so for me um yeah jupiter's moving into capricorn the end of sagittarius uh this jupiter and sagittarius time is getting me back to studying astrology in earnest um i think i really um, you know, I watch the planets. I have the basic structure, so like i'm i'm a patterns person. I see patterns, I see cycles i'm really, really good at that, and so I can understand the cyclical nature of all all the transits in some way, but there's definitely pieces of astrology that I definitely want to get better at and understand more. And so, and the conversation I had with Foxy a couple podcasts ago definitely, you know, brought up some stuff. I'm like, I want to learn about that. So, you know, I'm really excited to to dive back in and, and really make it part of, you know, my daily practice, right? that the study, the education, the research, rather than the surface level stuff like, oh, where's the moon today? Which, by the way, is still transformative work and it's really accessible. So if that's where you're at, I'm still going to be your girl. I'm definitely um, excited for the new moon um, coming up in Sagittarius at the end of this month um, on the 30th and just really, really um, love working with the moon still always. It's the most um cyclical reminder that we have it's physical we can see it right we can see it grow and shrink so highly recommend it anyway that is what it's been up to i have a couple spots left for that jupiter year ahead reading and i'm telling you i just got the new kim Kranz archetype deck. what it's so fucking beautiful um so this is like a full on wild unknown jupiter year ahead reading cuz i mixed the um the wild Known tarot with the animal spirit deck and that's the deck I'm using for the year ahead spread and by the way it's not just 12 cards it's 13 because it's December to December so it was going to be a 12 card and I was like looking at the astrology I was like I can't leave December 2020 out I just can't so I'm pulling an extra card in there it's 13 cards um, a year and a month right 13, it's a whole lunar, you know, year and it's um, the whole Jupiter cycle. And then I pull an archetype card for the middle for the theme of the year. And it's been lit so far. I've done four of those readings. Um, as I mentioned, I still have some spots. Most of those spots are in December, but there are a couple left for November. Um, I'm not doing very many of them because my schedule has filled up and I definitely want to give them the time they're due. They're ending up being almost like... 75 minutes is right about where most of them are at. So it's a long reading. It's it's some some food to chew. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Mercury retrograde and all the things that it does for you. (laughs) Um, I don't know where the moon's at today. I know it's waxing as fuck. But um, yeah, I'm lit. All right, I love you guys. I'll be back in a sec. Okay, okay, okay. So, so Mercury retrogrades this year, two thousand nineteen. This is what we're talking about today. And I was gonna just do Mercury retrograde because we're in it, right? Mercury retrograde this um, season is from the thirty first of October, so last Thursday until the twentieth of November. And this retrograde's happening in Scorpio, and so we're in this. And so we'll start here. Let's start here. My notes start back in the Pisces one, but I'm going to go backwards. We're going to go back in time and uh um and kind of start where we're at, okay? So let's start where we're at. So we're in the midst of a Mercury retrograde. I hope that it's treating you well. I cannot emphasize enough how um damaging our thoughts can be around Mercury retrograde if we are resisting its messages, okay? Gemini is ruled by Mercury and so is Virgo. So let's synergize those essences right now and kind of start to define what Mercury's quote unquote good for. Okay, Mercury is um from the 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 mythological standpoint is um oh my goodness. He's the winged messenger, right? It's Hermes. And they go, you know, so he was the only God who was able to go to the gods and talk to them and gossip, whatever, talk to all of them. And and he was also able to go to the underworld and talk to Hades, you know, so he's talking to Zeus, he's talking to Hades, he's talking to, and then he's actually bringing it to the earthly plane. He's talking to humans. And so he's known as the messenger. And so that's what, you know, comes from that whole the whole association of Mercury being um, to do with technology, having to do with communication, having to do with um, kind of, uh, you know, the mental space, meditation, um, you know, higher forms of communication, communication with the divine. And, you know, all of the planetary bodies have some kind of to do with messages, right? But Mercury literally delivers them. And so, this time of year when we have this mercury retrograde in scorpio which we're going to have one again next year by the way in 2020 and i didn't look back to see if we had one last year to be honest but it's one of those things that in scorpio mercury wants us to really dig into the depths of the emotional messages our bodies give us through feeling through really feeling so um you Mercury is, as I said, the messenger ruling both Mercury and Gemini and Virgo. Now, Gemini energy is, they're both, okay, so Gemini and Virgo, they have mutability in common. So they're both mutable signs. And mutable is the transition time, okay? G- uh, Gemini is during the transition between spring and summer, and Virgo is the time, the transition time between. Uh, summer and fall right so they kind of those two signs sandwich the summer and transition us into um, uh, you know different times of the year so that's what the mutable signs are good for you know mutable signs are also Sagittarius which transitions us into winter and um and uh and Pisces which uh, transition us into spring, right? So those are the four mutable signs. But the two mutable signs that Mercury uh, rules are Gemini and Virgo. So, you know, it's a time of transition. It's a time when things are a little more liquid. Um, It's a time when things are are moving into something new. It's um, saying goodbye and releasing. It's this time of the passing of the torch, right? And both Virgo and Gemini as signs really um have that mental checklist now gemini's mental checklist is a little more scattered and tends to be it's the air element gemini's um also uh, ruled you know it's it's a rulership of elements is air and so it really has to do with the mental high ground um that that comes through as messages it's where we get our ideas it's where we um we talk about our ideas it's where we communicate our ideas um, you know, Geminis are very communicative. They tend to be socially butterfly, uh, you know, minded. They like, you know, they they often are introvert or extroverted rather. Um, and they are they have a leadership in a way because they're so good at communicating. Um, they tend to have um, this charm about them where they can communicate thoughts and, and, and feelings um, in a way that people understand them. One of the other things about mutable signs is that, they really do meet people where they are and so you know they tend to be a little chameleon-ish listening into the room reading the room reading the audience and responding quite well quite um, quite you know accurately to what's going on in the room so you know mercury is no different and um, in that way mercury rules our ability to communicate technology the way we, we Um, use technology to communicate our truths and um, and then on a body level on a body piece level Gemini rules our extremities our legs and our arms so those are the things that actually like kind of allow us to grab things allow us to walk about the earth right Virgo is the earth element it's the mutable earth sign and so that's that grounding piece so in Mercury ruling um, Virgo there's this sense that mercury grounds itself. So um you know virgos can be quite task mastery ma- mass task mass mastery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they love their to-do lists. They mind the details, right? They are able to kind of forecast what's going to happen. And that can be used for good and evil, right? It can be used to kind of dream the biggest dream and really understand the steps it takes to get there, the checklist it takes to get there. And it also can be the worst case scenario checklist, by the way. So, you know, depending on how we're feeling, Virgos can be kind of swayy that way. And I happen to be a son in Virgo in the fourth house and a, a Gemini rising. So I'm very mercurial, as they say. Um Communication is one of my favorite things to do, hence this podcast. I really do love to talk about ideas and talk about philosophy. I love to talk about religion. I love to talk about society. I love to talk about culture um I love to talk about the way that we um actualize ourselves and um and and serve right so what's interesting and then of course is you know uh Virgo is the 6th house and that has to do with service it has to do with self-care and service and that balance between the two in my world i think that it's um you know one of those really basic kind of self-care things that we fill our own cups so we have something to pour out when we give to others and you're doing no no favors to anyone when you're you know pouring with an empty cup you're like here let me give something to you i have nothing to give you know right and so you can feel that balance need And Gemini is the third house, and the third house is about our daily practice, our daily rituals, the people and things that we do every day, the people that we see every day. Um, When we're young and in a natal chart, it can indicate, you know, siblings and cousins, neighborhood, community, and that extends into our adulthood, of course. But the reality is, is that our, you know, our experience in the world kind of shifts the way that we see ourselves in Uh, society as a role so that can be all you know kind of shifty right okay so now that we've kind of just talked a little bit about what mercury um, kind of is associated with why is mercury retrograde getting such a bad rap well because it can interrupt you know the way that we communicate it can make things clunky You know retrogrades are when it's a it's an optical illusion really but from the earth standpoint it's just kind of hanging in the air and the degrees are moving backwards so this this mercury retrograde is happening from 27 degrees Scorpio to 11 degrees Scorpio so if you want to look at that part of your chart and just see what houses in you're going to see what kind of um, effect that's gonna have on your life right because each of the 12 houses is associated with an aspect of our lives um so that's that's where mercury retrograde is quote-unquote happening for you is at 27 degrees to 11 degrees scorpio now you can look at that um, in terms of a lot of things you can look at that in terms of your natal chart you can look at that in the natal chart of the country you live in the city you live in all those things everything has a birth date right um and so mercury retrograde is going to affect different people and things on a different plane of their life right so some Mercury retrogrades may impact you more in certain ways than others, of course, because it's happening in a different aspect of your life, right? But it's always here to teach us something. It's here to do something for us. And so for this, I'm really seeing an echo, you know, and maybe this is because I'm so Jupiter focused these days, but I'm seeing this retrograde as, and and the next etro- uh, retrograde actually next fall in Scorpio. We're really reevaluating this Me Too movement, and I want to tell you why. Jupiter moved into um, Scorpio, okay, and Jupiter is the planet of expansion, right? It grows whatever it hits, right? It, it exposes things. It seeks to, It seeks the truth, okay? And Jupiter moved into Scorpio on October 10th, 2018. I mean, sorry, 17, which is the same day the same day that Harvey Weinstein was accused of sexually assaulting all these women the day Scorpio has to do with sexual healing sex death rebirth trauma debt taxes right if you're indebted to something right which Harvey Weinstein was indefinitely uh, and it's also about power so abuses of power are what come up With Scorpio transits okay and it's transforming that energy it's alchemizing that energy right it's about death and rebirth so something must die to have something be reborn we're reborn as telling our own truth and I think it's no mistake that we're having such um, interesting times we're starting to really uh, you know by the way some of the allegations people um, uh, some of the people had allegations made against are now resurfacing Um, as, you know, kind of saying they were wrong or saying they were, um, you know, they're sorry for what they did, right? So we're starting to see some of that kind of reverberate. But Jupiter and Scorpio having um, transited there again for a year, which is what Jupiter does, it really does um, open up and, and express itself through that sign it's going into. And so this Mercury retrograde is for us, it's really a reclamation of power. It's letting that settle in because Mercury wants us to um, reconcile the thoughts and messages, right? So any of the thinking that has been around our shame sexually, um, as women especially, but also men, you know, and people on this planet, we're, we're, we're being asked to kind of dive in and heal some of the ways that we've shamed ourselves for being human, okay? And that has to do with people who perpetrated these um, heinous acts on some level and also the people who uh were victimized by it right that both sides need to heal to some degree now that doesn't mean forgiveness okay that doesn't mean those things are okay but to heal in a way that is um confronting confronting the truth um that had come forward and really accepting that as truth now i would love for this to extend to everyone Um, we know some people who are abusers of power will never um, really confront themselves at least not in the public arena where we can see Um, but you know this continues to be a theme I think for us here on earth as we uh, start to rebuild our societies right because Capricorn with Pluto and Saturn and Jupiter all moving into there moving through there and these big conjunctions there next year you know it's really bringing it to the manifestation the the earth level it's really starting to solidify and make new structures that's what next year is going to be it's the solidifying year this year we've been breaking things down and breaking them open um because jupiter and sagittarius has really affected us this year jupiter went into sagittarius by the way on the day that the campfire and um watsi and the hill or wallsey and the and the hill fires happened in california the day those 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 fires burst into flames on those days so and sagittarius is a mutable fire (laughs) right it's that spreading fire so this is starting to really um show us how our lives are affecting the earth how it's all kind of constellating and we really have to look deep inside and say well you know, what messages am I sending with the way that I live my life to the earth? Am I in reverence? Am I in right relationship? Am I honoring the life that sustains me? Right? And everybody is going to approach that from a different point of view. But the Scorpio season retrograde, you might be finding that you have a debt that you need to pay. Right? You might have to right a wrong, abuse some abuse of power that you've been, um, you know, kind of White privilege comes up to mind. It's like if you've been relying on a power dynamic that you didn't create, but has like kind of benefited you by your tacit compliance of of not really being anti-racist or um, anti-misogynist, right? Then you're gonna be you're gonna be asked to 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 kind of pay your debts, and. Energetic debts are paid by um, some kind of reparation, and um, that can be as simple as educating yourself and being an agent for change in this world. And Scorpio Mercury Retrograde right now, I think, is asking us, giving us those messages personally in different parts of our, our lives, how we are meant to repay the debts um, that you know our ancestors borrowed, right? They borrowed things. And now we're paying them Uh aha so let's go back let's go back to uh, july of 2019 we had a Leo and cancer mercury retrograde notice Scorpio is a water sign it's the fixed water sign cancer is the cardinal water sign Leo is the fixed uh, fire sign so you know mercury going from 4 degrees Leo to 23 degrees um, cancer in its retrograde. This happened on the 7th of July to um, August 1st. And I, you know, I was thinking it's interesting, this um, reverberation, you know, July 2nd was that solar eclipse that happened um, in cancer. And um, it was absolutely visible in Chile. Um, And i just want to say that on the 14th of october protests about standards of living began in chile and since 21 people have uh, been reported dead and millions have been um, taking to the streets 81 metro stations have been burned down a curfew was declared and this stuff happened um, it began in the capital um, of chile in santiago and has spread um, to other areas but you know it's it's this kind of riot that this protest this you know uprising of these people you know started because there's this rising cost of education and healthcare, rents and utilities people were barely making ends meet and when they passed a law to add a metro tax the transportation tax it was just kind of like this last straw and people started protesting and there's large parts of the con- uh the country in chile that are basically out of commission nobody's going to work they've you know set, shut down a bunch of stuff so you know and right before we also and so that's to me that's the the mercury retrograde that that kind of started something that that eclipse and then the mercury retrograde happened in cancer and cancer Leo to cancer leo benefits from pride courage right when when leos are courageous there's nothing else like it that energy is pride central it is strength and it comes from a heart space so leos who are aligned to their highest good are the most powerful leaders in my mind Um, and i because of their genuine heart connection right they they tend to be stubborn um, and fixed on vision um, and all of these things come with humanity right so we you know but wherever Leo is in your chart it's how you um, need to be seen right how you want how you want to be you know um, how you want to really show up creatively in your life and cancer is a water sign it's the cardinal water sign so it really begins our emotional attachments. It it, it begins our emotional intelligence. It's, it's the sign of the mother. It's ruled by the moon, right? And Leo is ruled by the sun, by the way. So there's this divine masculine feminine going on in this July Mercury retrograde that we had. And, you know, during that time, I did a podcast, I'm pretty sure, but I also spoke a lot about it on my lives and everything, where that retrograde really wanted us, especially after that, full full eclipse that solar eclipse um on the new moon right in cancer um on july 2nd was it was really about healing childhood wounds healing our inner children you know when we're children we're told to act accordingly to our culture we're we're programmed to feel shame about certain things we're we're programmed to be polite in certain ways to uh um adopt the customs of our, um, of our people. Right. And so, and then we're, we also learn about what it means to nurture ourselves. Um, how to, how to mother ourselves, right. How to be mothered, how to be a child, right. Being a child is kind of this, it's like this double edged sword because we don't really get to make choices about our own lives in general. um, but we re- we get to, the gift is that we get to rely on others to care for us, right? And as we grow older, we have to learn to remother ourselves and care for ourselves in a different way. And we get to choose what that looks like. And there's this huge, massive kind of healing that's happening, I think, right now with the lunar nodes being in Ca- Cancer Capricorn, where we're really healing issues of the mother and the father. We're healing traditional... Um, uh, you know atrocities things that our ancestors did to each other and had done to them um, and looking at it from the divine feminine aspect this cancer being the north node um, it's really asking us to remother and re-nurture all of the connections that we made out of fear and scarcity right if you think about the way that the industrial revolution transformed society You know, there were so many people who, you know, they didn't get to choose to do their dreams. They didn't get to choose how to live their life. They, they often had the opportunity of working with their parents in whatever line of work they did. They were farmers or union workers or, you know, even doctors and lawyers and, and, you know, quote unquote, higher education, whether you're blue collar, you know, or college, it's like you had the opportunity based on what your parents believed was possible for you and they put you on a track and they sent you on your way so nowadays this is completely different everybody can do kind of what they want quote unquote if you uh you know because the opportunity from a structural standpoint has completely shifted there aren't you know and this is where by the way I think you know this whole reverse racism and you know um the white patriarchy kind of pushing back and saying look we've Done away with all the laws that that well they have they're starting to repeal some of them where lgbtq people can be fired for being gay or being queer and it's like uh okay um you know and all this gender neutrality that's coming in that's being being asked to be seen they're inclusive um the inclusivity that's coming in it's like everyone belongs we know this because they're here If we continue to argue with the reality that they're here and they don't belong here then who's to say who's the judge of that that's fucking ridiculous we need to get over ourselves right we don't get to be the judge of who belongs here they're here so include them right in all the ways that we include ourselves and you know others in whatever it is unfortunately what we've included everyone in is shame guilt (laughs) a lot of dogma some of the stuff that we, you know, have actually needed to be healing ourselves. So cancer is really helping us. I think Um, that mercury retrograde back in July was, was the first, you know, kind of big stuff with after the, after that portal opened at the eclipse, just really wanting us to see ourselves um, from a mother's standpoint, like looking at yourself from how your mom might see you you know, she was the most loving mother ever in the universe and knew exactly what you needed to feel whole and safe. And then we need to give that to ourselves. So that was a really important time to kind of learn that lesson. And that portal from the eclipse, you know, kind of is still open, right? It doesn't close until um, January of 2020 when we have the next Cancer eclipse moon and there's going to be um, this uh, a saturn and jupiter i'm sorry a pluto and uh jupiter conjunction as well so you know we're really looking towards um some heavy hitters really starting to squeeze out what's not working and it's not going to be okay to lie to ourselves anymore about um who who's a have and have not you know and and all the atrocities that have been um kind of bubbling under will be paid all those debts will be paid so okay let's travel even further back um, March was the mercury retrograde in Pisces happened from the 5th of March to the 28th of March and that was in Pisces 29 degrees back to 16 degrees now Pisces is the mutable water sign Pisces is the spiritual uh, aspect of our lives it, it it lives in the 12th house it's ruled by Neptune so everything to have to do with dreams and intuition, um, emotional and inte- uh, like emotional sensitivity, right? Feeling the internal waters of our bodies, understanding the flow of water. And I'm reminded that, you know, the water uh, protection um, issues, um, you know, I, I didn't look up the astrology for that, but um, I know that it was still happening in, in this time of the year. But what really was striking to me at that time, and still is, is that Chiron had just entered Aries. Now, the last time Chiron went into Aries, we had the civil rights going on. Martin Luther King was killed. Malcolm X was killed. JFK was killed. And so Mercury was cleaning up our thinking around these like spiritual times, this reawakening we're having now, 50 years later, as Chiron just enters Aries, and then you know, we have this Mercury retrograde in Pisces. It's like, what have we been working towards in a divine awakening, right? As we enter the the age of Aquarius in a few years, it's like, we really have to clean up all of our thinking. Um, and And the obliteration of like the American dream comes to mind. It's like the realization that we must reimagine and recreate our programming deliberately, right? Uncovering all the subconscious, Um, pieces that really um, dictate how we act in our lives and I'm 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 thoughtful about the way that you know when you look at somebody and you meet their eyes and you smile that's your first you know thought is to smile you know you're changing the world right because it wasn't always so Facial expressions and connecting with people has not always been a safe thing. And yes, it's still not a safe thing in some circles and in some communities. It's really scary, right? But this is some witchy shit. I mean, uncovering all the subconscious programming um, is not just this one and done situation. We're going to have another Mercury retrograde next year in February on 2020. And we're going to get to revisit and um and learn those messages again so every time mercury retrogrades in signs i just want to say there's like this echo and there will be an echo and you'll learn new lessons if you're peeling the onion but if you're a tough-skinned onion and you're not gotten off that first layer those those lessons are going to get louder and harder and you know you've you know you're going to be in the school of hard knocks right so i really think that um we're still working on that that what what mercury brought us in that time in march all that all the subconscious programming noticing where your triggers are where are your traumas how do you act from a place of being wounded do you lead from your wounds do you victimize yourself you know are you caught up in some drama about something that always happens to you or that you can never ever do Right, And have you really confronted what that means for you to live in that reality? Because after a while, that's your choice. You've made a choice to be that person and you have to live with it. Now, if that's serving you in some way and it's like, I feel so safe here in my programming, then by all means, right? By all means, that's up to you. You better like your reasons for that decision is all I'm saying. And Mercury will make sure you do because it's going to keep delivering the message and keep delivering the message. So, ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling feeling complete. I'm thinking that there's so much more to say about Mercury, but I just want you to know that slowing down, taking stock, all the RE words, reimagine your life reimagine your priorities re-envision the kinds of dreams you had as a child this whole year has been asking you to go deeper to go into the emotional waters to ref, you know to refuse stuffing down anymore you know if you stuff down if you're someone who stuffs your emotions and really acts as though they aren't relevant You know, how has this year's Mercury retrogrades treated you, right? Have you been kind of oscillating in this bipolar way between manicness and depression? Have you been struggling with anxiety? Notice the messages that your body is giving you. Your emotions are a message. And so during Mercury retrogrades, during these watery times, these watery sign retrogrades, they're delivering messages to you in a very direct way. So did you get sick? Notice the metaphor. Did you get, you know, did you get burnt out? Did you have your car? You know, all the things that we can kind of, our car brings us places, right? It's our mode of transportation. Take the, take the metaphorical route of looking at what happened during these three times this year. Pay attention. Is there a theme? Is there a recurrence? Because Mercury in these water signs are asking you to see yourself as a whole being with an emotional life, right? And an emotional body. And to integrate those pieces of yourself deliberately and not taking those things for granted, right? Oh, I always just feel this way. Really? You know, introduce yourself to yourself. If you were, in, you know, being introduced to yourself at a party and you know what were the what would be the things you want to know about your dreams right which is Pisces your spirituality which is Pisces what do you want to know about what makes you feel safe what makes you feel honored what makes you feel nurtured that's the cancer piece right and in Scorpio what makes you feel uh powerful what makes you feel like you can um transform your life what makes you feel liberated right okay i hope that you have a beautiful beautiful wednesday blessed be hey thank you so much for being here it's my great honor to share with you all of my thoughts about astrology, tarot, mystical traditions, and everything else that I find interesting about the cosmos each week. If you've benefited from this podcast, please share it. It'd be so helpful to me to spread this work and the work that I do. If you're looking to book something with me, go to paintedgoddess.com slash readings, and you'll find all my latest offerings including my jupiter year ahead spread which i have of at this time eight spots left for it's a really fantastic year ahead reading for the year 2020 starting in december actually when jupiter moves into capricorn if you'd like more information don't forget to go to paintedgoddess.com and find out more